G'day, guys. The episode is about to start. Just a little disclaimer beforehand, a little plug. Uh, the Barely Touched Him, us boys, will be having a live show recording uh, the day after the grand final this season. So it'll be the Sunday. A little wind-up party, if you will. In the Perth area, we're scoping it out. We're scoping it out. We don't have the venue, but it'll be a pub sort of set up. If you want to come round, if you want to hang out with us, have a couple of beers and uh, be a live audience for the pod, we would love to have you there. The episode will start now. Save the date. Ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be here. Welcome to the sexiest footy podcast in the Perth metropolitan area. It is Barely Touched Him, episode 26. I am your host, Benry, and I am joined by the man, the myth, the leg speed, Corey Corison. Oh, yes, the leg speed. Yeah, I like that. I haven't seen you in full sprint, but I'm guessing yeah. it's quite fast. It's very fast. Yeah. And I'm also joined by the boy to end all other boys, Joel Brinnick. How are you, my friend? Yeah, good yourself? I'm good, mate. I'm good. We've got a lot of football news. What it must a be strange said. weekend of football, Benjamin. It, it's uh, almost as if it was a book written by the great Stephen King, not to be confused with the Gold Coast great coach. <laughs> <laughs> who is replaced by Damien Hardwick, Stephen King. Let's start. If we, The biggest news story of the week is Arcgate, goal gate. Yes. The goal that was <laughs> and then wasn't. 1,000% was. It was a goal. It a, was a goal. 100%. Well, the AFL admitted it. Yes. Yep. And they had to, Gil had to come out and do the Bill Clinton press conference and say, <laughs> my fellow Australians, uh, we, we fucked up. Uh, I, I actually <laughs> was having relations with that woman. It was a goal. Why did they not review it? I did not have Tough sexual shit. relations with Taylor Walker. With Taylor Walker. I He absolutely did. Either way. I was watching this game live. To If you've been living under a rock, dear listener, Ben mm. Keyes kicks a left foot snap to win the game essentially Incredible with like goal. 70 30, seconds to go. 70 seconds to go. He snapped it through. It's curled through. Everyone in the stadium's cheering. He thinks it's gone through. His teammates think it's gone through. They're off celebrating. Mm. Umpire signals it's hit the post. Now, doesn't call for a review. Neither does the it, – it's, it's the goal umpire's call to go to a review. Now, I think it's important to note he said that it hit the padding and that's yes. that's what is even more phenomenal because in the replays whether or not you think it hit the post or not it was a meter and a half above, above the, the padding. padding yeah so i heard other speculation that the reason he made this call is he might have heard a noise um I don't know how you hear a noise in that stadium. Well, I say another player was touching the. Well, they absolutely were. You know, there's players in a contest lunging near the goal line. Yep. They're going to hit the post. So mm. we go to uh, a kick in while the Adelaide players are celebrating what they think was a yeah. goal. Sydney was allowed to set up uh, in front of the ball. Well, they had no opposition out there. Yeah. yeah. So it was just a catastrophic fuck up. Sydney win the game. Adelaide are robbed. The Crows were robbed right in front of me. Right in front of me, to quote the meme. And it, quote did, the meme. it didn't just fuck them. It actually threw, because it's such a tight area of the ladder, it threw the whole, that whole uh, postcode of the yeah. ladder into chaos. It fucked the Saints because we thought we are in for sure. <laughs> yes. And then we're like, oh, fuck. Well, now the maths are coming to get us. It's just such a... 
I, I feel so fucking bad for Crow supporters. Imagine yep. watching that. Like, and, and just it's insane. Lo- and and they're going to beat the Eagles this week. They would have probably made the they finals. They would have probably made the finals if they won this yeah. game. If they come out and built now, the Eagles, a couple of results go their way. It's, yeah. We've talked about, not just us, but um, the wider football community has talked about it for a couple of years now. Why isn't there a better system? And systems yep. have been pitched. Systems with high-speed cameras, lasers, thermal imaging, yeah, thermal Hot imaging, spots, chips in the ball, lasers, so you don't have the um, uh, the Lynch situation where yes. to, where Tom Lynch kicked it over the top of the goalpost. People have pitched laser systems that make go sense up. to me. It all works. There's there all are, things that exist and work and used uh, and are used successfully and the in AFL other sports. Has continually said, ah. Uh, no thanks. No thank you. We don't want to spend the money. We would rather uh, hoard it like the capitalist pig dogs very, we are. Very bizarre. Now, like I'm trying to think of anything they could have done to rectify this situation after the fact, apart from apologising. You were floating in the group chat, Joel. Like, do they replay that last well, fifty seconds? They're of not the going game? to. But it's fucking the, insane. But there was no, no, no. But there was a situation in the NBA back in '08, a game that involved the Atlanta Hawks. Now. Apparently Shaquille O'Neal got sent off. Yep. They realised they fucked up. He shouldn't have been sent off. The oh. game was in overtime. And next time they played them, they replayed that 50 seconds. Oh, so it wasn't even due to like a, a basket call. It was due to an ejection. And yeah. Then, oh, interesting. And then what they did was they replayed that 50 seconds the yep. next time those two teams played. But the funny bit was Shaquille O'Neal had already been traded. So it was pointless anyway. Mm. So, so he wasn't oh, even involved in the wow. game. Wow, okay. So well, it has happened in other sports. It's never going to happen in AFL. Classic and Shaquille gonna... O'Neal to just immediately but get the, traded. The crazy thing to me, and, and they say that the angles that we see on all the angles. TV. <laughs> it's all angles. Go it's on. goal reviews from, from all, angles. all angles. They say that Leo Messi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah. The um, they say that the the angles that we see on the um, televised version are not all of the angles that they have <laughs> in the truck. Yeah. So but if we can see it, they have better yeah, angles. So they, the 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 inference there is they have better ones. Show us. Show, why don't you pick it up then? Why don't you do it? Because the ones like, that you televised, they look like CCTV footage. Yes. It, the frame rate is bad. The resolution is bad. I it could is, go down to Dick Smith Electronics and buy a set of cameras for 20 bucks a pop and set them up and do a better job. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's insanity. It's the com- AFL should hire you. They, sh- they, they should, should hire they us should. all. They, they should. should hire us all. We could <laughs> chart, we could fucking harp on about this arc <laughs> issue all day. Either way... Bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, the crows have been robbed. Should we complain about something else? Yes. Yep. Next, All right. Next in the sport news, give Damien us an, Barrett. Yes. Damien Barrett. You think he can't sink any lower? Yeah, go on. He give comes, him a spray. He Shoot he, that Caro's arrow, Corey. <laughs> go for it. He comes out with the shittest calls possibly you've ever heard and you think, oh, you, you couldn't get much shitter than that, could you? Go off, kid. And then he does. Yep. And then what's he, what's he, he bloody? Does. What's he said now? Well, he's pitched this week on Footy Classified that North should be stripped of the number one draft pick. And his his reasoning for this is they've had the last two. Well, they've had the last three. But what Damien Barrett fails to realise is, number one, he's a fucking moron. (laughs) Number two, of all those draft picks that they've had access to, they haven't actually gotten the best player. Yes. Because they've all been father-son or academy players. Jamari Hagen was an academy player. Yes. Nick Dacos went father-son, as did uh, Will Ashcroft. Yes. So, I mean, they haven't got the best player 
out of any of those drafts. And then Horn Francis fucked off and as then well. Horn Francis yeah, it's, fucked it, up it's, as well. Look, it, you, you finish bottom of the ladder, you get the number one well, pick. Well, here's what they could end up with at the end of this season. So they finish last, they get pick one, pick 19. Just that standard, yep. you know, what it would be. They're also, there's a kid called Colby McKercher, mm. who is the number one Good name in the draft. Good name. Kind of funny. I like it. A lit, but you don't know why. Yeah. He just yeah, got yes, his yes. Indigenous card and they want to pre-draft him I'm the sorry. same way. I'm, I'm sorry. He indigenous just, card? Yes. What so is he, that? He just qualified as an Indigenous player. Oh. Okay. okay. As and of a few odd. weeks back. Okay, yep. so like, there were they researching his heritage? Yes. Okay, all right. Now, okay. They, on Centrelink, you just click the box. <laughs> Please tell me you haven't done that. Absolutely <laughs> not. Okay, so <laughs> North Melbourne are trying to pre-draft him the yes. same way Gold Coast did with some of their NGA Academy boys. Sure, yes, yes. So if that was the case, there's a possibility North could end up with pick one Pick two from losing Harry Mackay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who's going to trade pick two for that's, Harry Mackay? No one is. It's the that's draft com- like session for losing a free agent. That's is it really? If, so, they, if someone pays enough for him, that's where the pick will fall after their first pick. I, I still don't understand no this. No one understands yeah, it, it's but dumb. what it could be. Crazy. There's a good chance they could end up with pick one, pick two, pick 19, and the top pure mid in yeah. the draft. It's going to be an interesting This is where I appreciate you doing the research, Joel, but once they get into this discussion, when I'm listening to uh, Continental Tires Trade Radio come the off-season, uh, religiously, which I do, mm. they start explaining the maths of these. There's, this there's no maths. Makes no fucking sense. My to eyes, me, it's math. My, I don't uh, understand my eyes, it. I'm very good at maths, yeah. but my yeah. eyes roll back in my head. Yeah, uh, they don't even know what the math is. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it, and it upsets me. Now, while but, we're shitting on journalists, mm-hmm. should we switch over to uh, one uh, fat man, uh, <laughs> Craig Hutchinson? Is it Hutchinson or Hutchinson? Hutchinson, I no, think. Who gives a shit? <laughs> he he's come out with it, probably an equally shit take. I was I'm, I I watched the video of this one. Yeah, now, this last, fully last, classified. Last week, uh, Buckley and Kane Corn started this. Uh, Pylon with the Eagles tanked in the last minute correct. against Essington. He somehow Adam Simpson somehow had enough influence as a coach in the dying stages of a game to orchestrate the one point loss yeah, against as a Essendon. tank because they needed to stay at the bottom yes, of the ladder, which is insane. Yeah, if you're going to tank, that why not do what they did insane. the week after and, and hey, lose by hundred? He referenced 100. it this week, which was nice. So, so now, just a week later, he has come out and said, "Well." Should he have tanked this week? Was yeah, it the right exactly, yeah, call yeah, to it's, win? It's, I think, yeah, because they've now won a famous victory, an upset that no one saw coming. Possibly the biggest upset. One of the, the best wins they've had in the yeah. last two years. Yeah. Uh, amazing to watch. And, and, and he's come out with the talking point that Adam Simpson potentially should have tanked. Like, are you yeah. insane? They don't know what they want. They just know <laughs> they want to You've uh, be a guy negative. for tanking when he wasn't. Yeah. And then when he legitimately wins a you blast very him, impressive you blast game, him for not tanking. you blast him for not tanking. But they'll never say the words tanking when they're having these no. arguments. They're just like, and oh, they'd be, oh, should he have done this? Should he have done this? I'm not saying he's tanking. People are. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. People you are, are saying it, though. You are saying <laughs> it. God bless. I see what you're doing. Shoot that poison arrow. God bless the only man that's actually played football on that panel, Matthew Lloyd. Yes. Stepped in and said, hey, guys, 
it was just last week where we were talking about. Oh no, no, Lloydy, you see, you're missing the point. Yeah, you're missing the. Lloydie, Either way, he did not miss the point. One of the, if we're to talk about what's good for a club and what's bad for a club in terms of results, yes, it would be great to get fucking Harley Reid. Of course, it would be, but. To say that the win doesn't matter and you don't get anything out of that it's ludicrous. win. ludicrous. Ludicrous. When you are playing in a shit football team and you're having a bad season, yes, cue the poop sound effect, and you're having a bad season and you're like bottom of the ladder, you've won maybe one game for the year. Yep. If you pull off a scalp with the boys at yep. like in like round 23 or whatever it is they and you that. knock off a team above you in a gutsy win like that, you remember that. You remember that for the rest of your career as like one of your best wins. Do you want to know something? One player that won't remember this game. So Greg Clark has not had a win in Eagles colours yet. Yeah, and he was suspended for this match. Oh, get he fucked! Still has not oh, had a win. Talking off. about him last I was, week. I was wondering about that. No, oh, so no. he was suspended for oh, this Greg. game. Greg, oh, Also. Not a lot of young blokes named Greg these days. No, there isn't. Yeah, not a lot of there young isn't. Greg. So um, we sh- prayers up to Greg. It's got to right. be tough. We can't yeah, say Greg too much because we are out here recording and my neighbour is called Greg. You might oh, get a bit sorry, confused. Sorry, Greg, we are Alrighty, outdoors. So you p- you poke his head yeah, over the next, fence. Next news item. Next news item. <laughs> just on Simo as well. What do you reckon is happening with him? Is he going to be coaching next year or not? Look, Super quick. If we are too... Uh, Look at the signs. I, I think he's yes. going to get sacked. I, I think he's, I, I I think he he's going to get sacked. No. I don't think they should sack him. No. But the board had the secret meeting and said our no, support's so behind secret. him. Yeah. The board had the meeting and mm. now they've said nothing is wrong, which means he's getting sacked because they are scumbags. Well, so another I'm going to go against it and stay says. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right. Another coach, Bevo. What do we reckon is happening with him? Oh, He's got to go. Bevo, you got to go. This is... I have been so pro-coach this year and I've never said – I've backed every single coach that it was about. I backed Rossi. I backed Jew. I'm now backing Simo. The Bevo one, I I think this this is going to be a theme. in the top four. Yeah. I mean, he's won a flag. Do you want to know know something crazy? They've never finished in the top four. They've never – not only have they obviously – they've not not finished in the top four. They've never finished first either. Yeah. not being in the top four is yes. conducive to yes, that. Yes, but yes. That, that is wild. We, it, it is to lose to the Eagles in this way at this moment of the season. When against, your season's on the line. Against this Eagles team yeah. at home. Like it, when you had to fucking win this game and he was outcoached. Yeah, he was. He was outcoached. Now, what, what you said about being pro-coach um, – it's going to be a bit of a theme on today's episode, I think, because yes. we are pro-coach and we're also pro-umpire. And I, yeah, think to, I, think, I, yes. I think today we're going to be a bit anti-coach and anti-umpire. Well, we'll yes. go back to pro-coach because we've got Dimmer Hard because just signed a six-year deal with the Gold Coast Suns. Yes. That I'm sure includes a weekly dinner with Matt Rao and a three-park superpass mm. as well. Yeah, but look, I, said, wonder, I wonder what perks are in the, oh, the contract Oh, three-pass superpark. What does that mean? We're a three-pass superpark. Movie world, dream world. Wet oh, wild. the theme parks. Oh, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. That would be mad. Yeah. That would be mad. Go on the Superman roller coaster every day. <laughs> 80% of his list is there to win a premiership. He's right. He's, yeah, it, he could be, it could he's, be closer to 90%. Right. But, he's yeah, it right. just needs – I was going to float this as a question. What pieces do Gold Coast need to really make that list? That's an interesting question. Perfect. I think the midfield's fine. Yes, Their 100%. midfield is fine. Probably a, probably a, another forward or a better one. Uh, Lico- yeah, Lico- well, they're Lico- getting is, the number one forward in the draft as well. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, and well, they've also good. got what's his name that I always forget playing in their VFL team who's kicking bags. And he's, uh, sorry, the Nefel team. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you did bring up this guy the, the, the other the, week. Uh, I forget his fucking name, Burgess. but he's, yes, Burgess. Burgess, yeah. Burgess. He's kicking bags in the VFL, so that's a key forward stock they have yeah. in there too. Because uh, who's the old, the really old fella that who's pl- who plays up forward? Casbolt. Casbolt. He doesn't have much left, does he? Yeah, he signed a one-year deal today. Yeah, does he? He'll, okay. he'll, well, he might good. get a year more in him. What I think they need is a really crafty, Winger. They've got Ellis from Ooh, yeah. from Richmond. He's like a good second tier winger. They need a star winger, like someone yeah, that's a maybe good like an Ed Langdon, or maybe like a uh, you know the Lockie Hunter trade for Melbourne's been so good. You can mm. show that if you've got an outside midfielder, maybe like an Andrew Gaff. If and you it, get a Gaff over to Gold, Coast. it is the year for wingers too. We've, we yep. have a big stable it's the of decade incredible for wingers, I think. wingers. The wingers, are, it's been it's about time mm. that the wingers got the love they deserve. And it is looking like they will pick two genuine wingers in the All Australian team. What are you thinking now, Dacos and and Goulden? Dacos and Goulden. Shouts out Nick Martin. He's been great. And and Mason Wood. We'll we'll get get into it in the Essendon game about Nick Martin because Mm. he was not played on the wing, which was fucking bizarre. But Very bizarre. In any, in any case. Now, let's let's move on. We've had some retirements as well. We have. Um, I've got a couple of names written down here. Tom Hickey. Uh, let me let me cue the sad music here. Sad music here. Tom Hickey. We love you very much. You played for every state in Australia, Hmm. somehow including the Northern Territory and Tasmania. Don't research that. Uh, Tom Jonas. Tom Jonas has retired. Port Adelaide captain. Port Adelaide captain hanging up the boots. Been a rough season for him. Getting dropped as the captain is never easy, yeah. but I think it's... Has that ever happened before? Yeah. Yes, Coniglio got dropped for GWS oh, wow. at one okay. point. You look at the form he's in now, a bit of chalk and cheese there. Yeah. Uh, Josh Bruce, we yeah. we will never forget the bag of 10 you kicked on Good Friday. <laughs> one of the best games I've ever seen on an, East, on an well. Easter holiday. Uh, and Jonathan Segler, John Segler, who is Monty's yep. adopted dad. Uh, you were a good father to our Bangladeshi son. And we will miss you, Jonathan Segler. Uh, what, have I, what else have I missed? I uh, know Phil Davis. Phil Davis. Another captain. Huge. Now, with with these retirements, uh, we did speak last week briefly about the possibility of fielding a complete team of retirees. Now, with yes. this new crop today, oh yes, I can reveal there is a pretty tasty lineup here. Yeah, go, walk us through. All right, it. in defence, Phil Davis, oh. Tom Jonas, oh. Jack Zebel. Robbie Tarrant, Paddy McCartan, and Shannon Hearn. That is a beefy back Not six. bad. That uh, is a beefy Midfield back six. followers, Nick Natanui, Luke Shuey, mm. Isaac Smith, Norm Smith medalist. Yeah, uh, Ben and Cunning- Luke Shuey, Norm Smith medalist. Correct. Yeah. Ben Cunnington, Trent Cochran, uh, <laughs> and Paul Seedsman. Okay. Seedsman on the wing is Not very bad. good as no well. No one's going to forget that game he played on Anzac Day. We get to the forward yeah. line. Lance Franklin, Jack Rewalt, <laughs> Jason Castagna, oh, Daniel Steve. Lloyd, Aaron Hall, and Josh Bruce. Oh, God. Okay, uh, love that. You could actually play Hall off of half-back very as well. Very good stuff. And on the interchange, yep. uh, we get into some more obscure guys. Love it. Fisher McCasey, Andrew <gasps> Phillips, who we had a very yes. funny uh, confusion with the yes, other week. funny. Max Lynch and Jonathan Segler. Oh, two now, big boys on a, the bench. That's a great team. Uh, that Quite will, tall, but th- very good. It's Yeah, very, very big, a bit tall. They might need a running half-back to retire in the next week just to give them a bit of spice uh, in transition. Mm. But 
they'll get ten wins. They, could, they could absolutely they get ten more wins than the Eagles. Oh, but what, they could beat the Eagles right now. <laughs> um, except if they're the Western Bulldogs. One more on the Richmond job, so it's been narrowed down to five. The coaching job. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. So Chris Newman. Here comes some wild speculation. No, yeah, no, let's they, do it. They've already said these are the five going Love it. for it. Love it. Is Richmond, Rudy on there? Richmond have said this. No, it's well. These are the four that have said, okay. openly admitted to. Oh, okay, it. that they are interested in the job. Well, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're into the final five. So go Chris on. Newman. Yep. Daniel Gian Syracuse. Oh, love the Gia. Oh, yeah, oh, the dude, Silver Fox. That's, that's a good well, one. he's the most handsome. I can tell you that. He much. is gorgeous. <laughs> um, Andrew McWalter, obviously. Yeah, good coach. Adam Uze and Xavier Clark, who's Mate, the outsider. Uze's, Xavier Uze's Clark. in the mix for everyone. He is. Every time they need he a coach. Is. And he's the only one that hasn't coached his own team. Yeah. You know what? who I'm surprised is not throwing their hats into senior coaching roles yet? Uh, Brett Kirk and Dean Cox. They are both. Well, well Dean Cox he lined up for the Eagles job. No, yeah. no, he just, he just said, there was a statement today that he's, he's not. He's not coming back. He's staying with the Swans, apparently. I would just like to say that we, uh, we're we actually crossing live to Brett Kirk, who's in the Essendon rooms. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks, Basil. I just wanted to give you a bit of an insight into the Saturday afternoon team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. Malthouse, Harley, Zemplis, McLaughlin and myself. <laughs> We're going to engage with our minds. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> that is why he'll never be a coach. I know it all off by heart. I know the whole thing. It is, it yes. is the ultimate copy pasta. You know, to speak from the heart, you need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get on. it right. We're not always going to get that's it right. Okay. And sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay because just like you, we care. Moving on. Have we got any more rooms? <laughs> uh, news. Grundy. The Grundy news. Grundy has requested out reportedly of Melbourne yeah. saying, I don't want to play forward. Yeah, I said, want to play in the well, ruck. Shockingly, yeah, he said that he wants to play in the ruck, which I couldn't believe when I, I read it. I can't believe Brody Grundy would, would want well, to play We only saw a few weeks back when Melbourne said, we're going to trial him in the um, forward line at the VFL. And this week was when he played 100% in the ruck in the VFL. And did he just chop up? Yeah, yeah. So of what, course he did. So what are we thinking? It'd have to be Geelong or Port Adelaide. I think Port. He's from Adelaide as well. Mm. Port makes the most sense. I think Geelong will give him Sydney? a better deal. Yeah, uh, Sydney have got cash, I think, to throw can't, around. Can't see him doing Sydney. Yeah. He's too too much of a hipster. He's either going home or staying in Melbourne or near Melbourne. Yeah, Port, yeah, Port Adelaide makes the most sense to me. I um, think I think Geelong because if you look at Geelong, who's their ruckman? Reece Stanley. He's shit, and he's thir- he's thirty three. <laughs> he's my dad. That's he's Joel's shit. Father. He's shit, and he's thirty three. And then you got Blitzarves, who kind of does it. Um, yeah. And who's the other fella? Neil. Uh, well, they had Segler, but now he's yeah. retired. No, if they yeah. if they get Grundy into the Geelong side, that's that's a yeah, good hello, fit. hello. You know, Grundy tapping it I down to Grian. Yeah, I think Port. I also think Port. Um, I'm going uh, to rain let's, on let's the Grian parade, by the way, when we get to that match. <sighs> yeah, you just watch savage. yourself. Let's get into the results while we are <laughs> whizzing through these. Uh, what a round of football! <clears throat> there was some upsets. There was some stinkers. Odd. Very what, odd we, uh, stuff. we had the pies first. We do. So Pies getting done by Brisbane by four mm. goals. Yep. Poor old Jacob Ryan. Yeah, what I a know. nightmare of a yeah, debut. Yeah, awful debut for him. Uh, um, it's not his fault. It's, no, it's no, not, no, not, down. not. It's not his fault. No, no, uh, yeah, just uh, very, very tough stuff. McCreary rubbed out. I, I don't think he could have done much there. It happened very quickly. Yeah, uh, it's just his style. It's going to yeah. happen to him sometimes. Nathan Murphy as well. Nathan Murphy's gone, yeah. Yeah, uh, just a real... I, I, I'm not super upset with us losing to Brisbane. I wasn't either. And no. scoring a hundred points against them when they're no. in, uh, when we were clearly, uh, I think, off, I, and we were I, under the is, pump. This a little is bit. the only game I watched live uh, for yeah. the entire weekend. I watched all the other ones uh, later, but I, as I was watching this, 
I kind of felt that we weren't going to win it very yeah. early on. Yeah. And I wasn't mad. Like, I really wasn't mad about it all. Um, Johnny Noble's goal. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Incredible. Fantastic. I've been, I've been an outspoken Johnny Noble uh, underestimator on this I podcast. I have always said you are wrong about yes. Johnny Noble. And that was a fantastic The only goal. thing that lets Johnny Noble down is uh, there's this one kick that he always tries to do coming out of the right back pocket that he sprays out on the full. Yes. Like, uh, yeah, he like, does. I would say twice a game it feels like he would do this and it's just because he doesn't have that penetrating dart of a kit. He gets underneath the ball a little bit and it just sort of sails yeah. high and goes out. And, but uh, amazing dash. I, under, I underestimate him, but a player that I always get behind is one Mason Cox. And he, oh, he was yes. subbed on uh, for... Uh, uh, Murphy. Jacob Bryan. Yeah. Oh, oh, did well, he? Both of them were Oh, out. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, in any one. case, he came on. Admirable effort yeah, in the ruck. Very good. Against so, uh, the big O. He who, is yeah. looking pretty good for yep. uh, to be in the 22 for next week and the finals. I think he'll get up. But yeah. back to Brisbane. Amazing. I think Brisbane have a side that matches up on Collingwood very quite well, well yeah. when they're firing on all cylinders because their midfield is so... They can beat you in a three-on-one when Brisbane is the yeah. one and Collingwood well, the is last, the three. The last six games between these two teams, Brisbane has won every yeah. time. They're, they're, they're becoming a bit of a bunny team. Well, yeah. What about Devin Robinson? Yeah, getting the rig out. Amazing. My goodness Amazing. me. What Did you see his Instagram followers? Doubled, yes. Doubled so, him. Doubled. Well, well, tripled him. The best, it's the, the best thing that can happen to a young man is Mate, uh, being objectified. You want to know? Uh, what? It's He's pre- got 47,000 now. Decent, from pretty 10, decent. Pretty decent you know How many ring. followers I have on TikTok? Double that. Double that. No, not quite. And you didn't have to get your rig out. Didn't have to. Well, hang on. Maybe we should get the rig out then. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. It'll drop down to 60. Is yours as good as Devin Robertson? No. No. Maybe in 2013 I would have been half a Devin Robertson. Like (laughs) It's it's in the chest but not in the abs. I did love the attitude on him. Uh, the, the the amount of time he ran around without the shirt. He knew damn well what he was doing. Every second that it went on, it was even more funny to yeah, me. Yeah, it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. hilarious. And he's now been offered a reportedly four-year deal by West Coast Eagles to come over and yeah. play here. So well, he's a WA it. boy. He's a WA yeah. boy. He's now going to have all of the Perth girls after him. You go, Devin. But in, in conclusion, defence, Collingwood defence, bad. Yeah. Uh, the team kind of held it together. Never looked like winning it. And still, to score 100 points in a loss, you know, yes. it could have been worse. Could've it could have been, been worse. And Dacos worse. is looking like he's going to come back early as yeah, well. Yeah, which is some very shots, good. Some images came out today. I was going to mention this after the games, but uh, some Im- images came out. No crutches, no yep. knee brace, running around the track. And they, they, they've they issued a statement saying he's well ahead of schedule for which a recovery. Which is classic Dacos. Yes, like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> wild. Well, there, there was a quote a couple of weeks ago uh, from Josh Dacos that said, he was talking about his father, and he said that from a young age, uh, Peter Dacos told them that he always recovered quickly from injuries and he yeah. hoped that he passed that on to them and apparently... There you go. Apparently. It's the Macedonian blood. Let's are they, go. Are they feeding him adrenochrome and virginal blood? He does Possibly. look very babyish. Yeah, moving on. Next game. Let's go. <laughs> All right, next game. We've got Richmond in their retirement game for their stars, Jack Rewalt and Cochin getting over North Melbourne by... Th- Five goals. Yeah, expected. Mm. I expected it to be more of a hammering, to be honest. Some, North North some, put up a pretty good fight. Very poor umpiring. Yeah. yeah. I'll, Larky I'll lead goals. off with that. Larky was Larky was excellent. Um, he is, is he all Australian? 
I think I wouldn't think so. You could yeah. chuck, he's top forty at least. Oh, you could. You, yeah, he would have to make the squad. He would have to make the squad. Now, I just think third in the Coleman's an awkward spot to be in as a key forward for the All-Australian. Your top two is going to be a full forward and centre-half forward. It's It was expected for Richmond to win. And so most of what I've got is uh, uh, how admirable North was. Yeah, and they were very last, admirable. Last week I spoke briefly about Taron Thomas. Had another good game. Despite his uh, alleged crimes. Yes. Uh, he did have another very good game. But he was... Quite gassed in the fourth. Yeah, very gassed. Didn't yes. do anything. But in the that's last the, uh, well, he didn't have a preseason. There's mm. also a lot of North jail. guys. You could say that about <laughs> watching games this year. Yeah, like you know, there's uh, you, you do notice that a little bit with uh, a, bit, a bit of their list. But it's uh, it, it kind of uh, the last couple of weeks have vindicated the hubbub because I was starting to get a bit over hearing about Taron Thomas, to yeah. be honest. Kingy does like to go on about how crime, good Taron Thomas is. The crimes were heinous and yeah. um, I was kind of over it. Like, who gives a shit about this guy? But now he's back and firing. Like, well, he's actually quite fucking yeah, he's good. He's not bad. That's he's not why bad. they were talking um, about him. Dusty and Shy Bolton were fantastic Vintage in this Dusty. Yeah, vintage, such a vintage B-O-G. Dusty. He did it for his mates. B-O-G. And they did that really well, that lap of honour at the end, yeah. bringing out the three cups, the kids that went around with them. It yeah, was that's awesome. A nice way. Yes. Playing the killers as well. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> that's let's, a nice uh, way to go. Next out. game, let's whiz through them. Uh, next game, so the Suns taking on the Blues, and it was Carlton getting up by four points. Oh. Uh, match of the round almost. Noel Anderson had the shot. Yeah. What a fucking weird that. game this it w- was. Very weird. This very weird. This was so weird. Every quarter was so distinctly different from the others. Such a bizarre experience. So watch this: a Sammy Flanders midfield masterclass. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's a, a a man. Yeah, he is a man. So the, sun, the Suns came out absolutely firing here. Well, they kicked yeah. the first six goals. Yeah, and their only crime was they could have kicked way more. Yes, like, lots of errant kicking here but, and there. Uh, lots of it was, misses. It was Charlie Kerno that won this game. Like no, absolutely no doubt about it. Going and back I, in the last moment, that the mark, last moment, that, that mark. At not the only end. did he kick what six, seven, eight goals. He kicked five, he, but he only kicked five. He only kicked five, five, five but assist, oh. assisted a lot. But yeah. going all the way back and saving the game, you could see it on the replay as well. He was like, he was controlling the defense as well, telling yeah. guys, "You go here, you go here. I have got the line." And yeah. for a forward to do that, fucking amazing, absolutely amazing. He's David I, Swallow as well, vintage. Yeah, he's he's very capable of having a game like that. Still, David Swallow. Mackay was games back this in year. this game also, yes. I believe. Yes. yes, was he playing? Yeah, nothing. He did some. Nothing he did major, a couple of things, but he, he was in there. He was in there. Yeah. Uh, and Carlton still rolling. They will finish fifth on the ladder. Yeah. So what? So what was the final margin? Sorry, Joel. They only won by Four about a goal. So Four it was Noah Anderson had a shot. In the dying yeah. second, oh, just sprayed yeah, it, course, wheeled yeah. around, and yeah. it sprayed it. But that was a shot that would have won in the game because it was just too late in the And piece. he kicks that nine times out of ten on the run, He's Noah done it Anderson. Before. He's such a good kick. And this this is the story of the Suns all year, isn't it? They've, yeah. they've had some close ones. And the middle of the game, they looked like traffic cones for two-minute yeah. periods. It was insane. And then they would turn it back on again. Dimmer will fix that. Yeah, Dimmer 100%. will fix that for sure. 100%. Next game. Uh, next game, so this was a belter. We had GWS getting oh, up. This, the, God, and the Bombers yeah, by 126 points. Fucking hell. The first, just the first thing think... I've got written down here in big capital letters is LOL. <laughs> it's just what classic Essendon. How, how are you going to do It's one of the most disappointing Essington moments. Yeah. And uh, when, I, I feel like we should explain the Essington thing to listeners because maybe mm. they don't know why we call them Essington and not shit. Essendon. It comes from a YouTube channel named Herbatron. He's a guy who makes these video series. Was a guy. 
was a guy. He do, he stopped doing e- it. Essington are so bad, he refused to keep making the yeah, video. Yeah, he's an Essendon supporter that makes these edits uh, under the name We Are Essington, like a meme name for shit Essendon. And <laughs> he just makes a interconnected highlight reel of all their stuff-ups in a game where they choke, which over the last five or six years has been it's many, many you games. You know the Bombers um, asked him to take a few things down. Yeah, they, he, that's one of the reasons why <laughs> yeah. he also stopped. They yeah. sent him like cease and desist mm-hmm. to stop making this footage. But he would also make a happy video when they won. Yeah, it, it would it be a it would be a joke edit when they lose. Go and watch them; they're great. They they're really funny. really funny. But this was an Essington performance honestly, to end all Essingtons. Ben, honestly, there was many points during this game where it looked like the players, the Essington players, were allergic to the football. Yeah, they, and to they, chasing and to tackling. They had the football in their hands and they were like, oh, yeah. and just give it to give it to an orange guy. Yeah. Well, they'd it's, give it to Jesse Hogan bizarre. more than a few times. Oh, Hogan. And this is the crazy thing. Jesse Hogan is not very good. <laughs> nine goals. He's kicked nine goals. He's kicked fucking nine. It's, it's, and he played out of like his skin. If, if the headline for this was Toby Green's kicked nine in this stretch, he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But for Hogan. it to be Jesse Hogan. Yeah, Jesus it's, Christ. It, it, it's Toby Green only kicked two goals. Oh, yeah, mate. it was one of those Twilight Zone feelings as I kept tuning back into this going, surely they're going to... They're going to start trying here. Surely they're going bizarre. to start picking this Com- back. Completely soulless. Yeah. And um, I did say at the top that I was going to mention this. Nick Martin. Yeah. They had him at half forward. Yeah. What? You, yeah. Why are you playing like the third best winger in the league? And he's fucking good. The yeah. only people that are better than him are generational talents. Yes. And you're playing him at half forward. Yeah. It's. I get the the. Usually the rationale for playing a midfielder off of half forward is to push up to the contest and sit oh, outside that, of it that was not as working, an extra was number. But don't do it with Nick Martin. No. Don't do it with fucking like a, 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 a dedicated specialist winger who has been in all Australian form in that position. I'm yeah. getting angry. Next game. Next game. <laughs> uh, next game. Brad Scott, what have you fucking... Oh. <laughs> All right, my favourite game of the round, which we can cue the music for, Corey. Yeah, oh, they've yes. done it the same. They've up. done it. By oh, 33 yes. points. Joel, you've got to be up and about here. You've got to be up and about. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. The wheels are back on. The wheels, it was a Ross Lyon masterclass. <laughs> Defensive and offensive pressure from the Saints was elite. Yeah, it was, it was. elite. Yeah, very good. Look. We did them in. We knocked out the Cats yeah. from the finals. You fucked them up. You're all welcome because yeah. no one wants to play them in the finals. Yes. Saints have made it. They've done it. What I said all year, we'll make the finals. They've we done have it. Made they, the they have made the finals. So who do you think – we might, this might come into the yeah, votes because yeah. I have no doubt you'll get into votes and is Joel okay. Don't reveal that. No, no. Who's an underrated player that you thought did did some nice things in this game? Not not your your vote catcher, but someone who did some nice things. Mason Wood, his two way running has been incredible all yes, year. Yes, yes. What he's turned into as a player, he was basically you know kicked out of North Melbourne. We got him for nothing. I forget he played for North Melbourne. Yeah, that is weird. That's right. And he has had an exceptional season. You got to look at it as well. We've had Mateus Philippou was four days off not being eligible for the draft. That's yeah, how young yeah. he is. And he's played every game of the year. He loves a goal Matuto too. Owens has played as a key player yep. the entire year a as well. A key player, you yes. say? Not well, a key I'll, forward? Well, I was going to say key <laughs> forward. But no, no, but that's, that's how young some of these stars are. Leaves his feet a lot, are. but that's his job. That's now, his job, yes. Look, it was, it was a, a, 
a Zane great, a great well. win by the Saints, but I, I do want to shit on the uh, Grind Myers parade here. <sighs> How dare you? Now, he's How got, dare he's got you. a much publicized 41 goal assist yes. for the year. It's incredible. Record. It's incredible. No one's ever done that. Well, uh, the be- the person he's beaten, Jason Akermanis, Yes. the year that he got a similar number, he also kicked 45 goals and won the Brownlow. Yes. I'm not saying... Grian Myers is a forward. He has kicked six goals for the year. It doesn't matter. It, it does doesn't, matter. It does not matter. It I'm does not matter. saying he's better than Jason Akermanis. No, I've no. never said that. No, no. I'll, it, this leads me into my next point. People are calling for him to be immediately in the All-Australian team. Why? I am one of these people. Why? Because no. he is a damaging player. He's the best he's field kick in. six goals. He is the best field kick in the competition this year. He's kicked he's six goals. He's the best passer of the football. He's a 40. forward. Bro, not every <laughs> forward. <laughs> not every forward needs to kick goals. Half forwards don't exist can anymore. You, can you do right. that half in South forwards, half forwards, half forwards don't exist anymore, Corey. Usually they push up to the contest. No, when you <laughs> look at look at guys who are playing off of half forward this year. Yeah. Fucking Taylor Adams plays off of half forward. Jack That's McRae's true. been playing off of half forward. Look, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is I think he's been very much overhyped because no, of this. You're wrong. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> I will die on this hill. Brian Myers, to me, walk up start into the All Australian no, team this year. No, walk up. Up start to the team of 40. The other thing, oh, 100% he'd be in the 40. I don't, I, know I, about I don't that disagree either. with that. Now, the other thing with this game, again, very poor umpiring. Now, I don't uh, usually put much credence into the free kick uh, differential. Because, Nor do I. Because if a team. Because we don't want to sound like angry old men no, on Facebook. Because certain teams. Certain teams' yeah. style of pressure and attack is conducive to getting more free kicks. Yes. However,. Geelong in this game laid 52 tackles. Didn't get a single free kick from any of them. They got five free kicks for the whole game. Now, that seems a little low to St. Kilda's, uh, I think it was 21. That is a a bit Are you telling me that an entire game of football is is played and the umpires cannot see more than... Five free kicks. Hey, we've yeah. had our dodgy games as well. Yeah. You know what? This just evens it <laughs> five out. Is, five is very ah, small. Fuck to it. not get a single. Holding the ball. Holding the ball or miss prior opportunity from 52 tackles. Oh, shit tackles. That's a little, that's a little bit off to me. It's a little bit uh, how you're going. But you know, but we, you know we're we've pro umpire. We are pro it. umpire on this podcast. Not today. There's one umpire I don't like, though. I forget his name, but he's got the he, – well, he, he kind of looks a bit like Sam McClure. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I immediately hate him. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got the same hair as Sam McClure. I'm trying to find I, – I don't know his name. Well, speaking of umpires, the next game is Umpire Gate. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. yeah look, Sydney, Adelaide. Sydney, now, Sydney, I have Adelaide. got nothing written down for this <laughs> apart from robbed. the goal. Yeah, robbed. Absolutely robbed. Right in front of me. Uh, now, we, you, we right ta- in front of me. We, right we, obviously, we obviously touched on this earlier, but, I mean, what what are we doing here? Yeah, what, what's what the point? What the fuck what's are we doing? What's the point of it all? Uh, Jared had a fucking great write-up he did on it in the radio uh, uh, on SEN because he does, like, scripted intros that he writes oh, for himself. Editorials. That are so good. They yeah. are so, so I, good. I do I love Robbo's written it. word. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, what are we doing? What has it all come to? What's the point? It, that, I'm paraphrasing, but it's just fucking incendiary. Very, very good stuff. So I'm, I'm almost inclined to just go next game. Fuck it. Yeah, 100%. yeah no, we, we already can't talked even talk about it. about it. Go. Um, next game. So the Eagles 
tattooing in the doggies by seven points. Amazing. Mm. Incredible. Bosh. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. I, Jamie Cripps, uh, man oh, of the match here. Speaking of Jamie Cripps, mm. the Saints recruited him, well, Ross Lyon did, back in 2010. Ross the boss. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I've, yep. I've, I saw you post yeah. this. All right, let's can go. I, can I run with it? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So we recruit Jamie Cripps yes. in 2010. So Ross leaves. What a year. Cripps, Pies won the flag. Yep, fuck yep. off. Very um, good, very good. What a bounce Cripps, that was Cripps too. Cripps goes back home, you know, has a great career at West Coast. In this game, he's kicked five goals to guarantee the Saints finishing in the top. Yes. yes. Now, I think this was just the Ross Line masterstroke. I think it's we, we knew this uh, one of those things, yes. Ross, do, you, do you really think that or do you have so little to hold on to as a Saints supporter <laughs> that you've concocted this narrative? Why would I, as a Saints supporter, concoct any narrative? <laughs> now, 13 year plan. Hey, speaking of um, how little you have to hold on to, I've got, I've got a great <laughs> fact here. Go for it. Okay. So Carlton, Melbourne and St Kilda were all foundation VFL clubs in yes. 1897. Yes. This year, 2023 is the first time in VFL, AFL history that all three have qualified for finals in the it's same season. Melbourne's that's now, shit. Now, fucking now, outrageous. That's an amazing stat. And that you, is. And you, you would think, wow, what an anomaly. You could and qualify until you realise uh, how shit St Kilda is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can go into this and see. Uh, against Carlton, uh, Saints have 226 games. They've won 59. 165 Whoa. losses. Against Collingwood, 224 games. 60 wins, 162 oh. losses. And even more astounding is Collingwood's longest runs without being in the finals. Seven seasons, 95 to 2001. Five seasons, 1940 to 44. And yep. four seasons, 2014 to 2017. Yep. Carlton's longest run without being in the finals. Nine seasons, 2014 yep. to 22. Seven seasons. Nine uh, is a lot. Nine now, is, St. Yeah. Kilda, on yeah. the other hand. How much 21 is seasons, 1940 out. 1960. 17 seasons, You couldn't even sneak in the post-war So oh. while it is an amazing fact, it is completely carried by, by, how, by how shit terrible St. Kilda, Kilda even, in, even in the early days, especially in like 1921, any, you, you only <laughs> needed to win like two games <laughs> to make finals in the early stages of the VFL. That's fucking abysmal. That is abysmal. But you know what? Our fans have stuck tight. <laughs> They have, they have. St Kilda has the full support of the board. And that's why my mental health is the way That's right, that's right. What was the next game, Joel? (laughs) (laughs) No, look, we've all stuck tough. So we've got Melbourne knocking over the Hawks on Sunday. Look, they just got the job done. They They needed to. Challenged by the Hawks. I found this game actually quite fascinating. And it's it's a thing that you also love, Benry, is a bit of tactics. Oh, God, yes. Now, this was a bit of a chess match from from up high. There were some very interesting things going on. Sammy Mitchell can coach. He's He's a very good coach. Now, we know how good James Sicily has been this year. I know what you're going to say, yes. Very, very, very good. And the the lockdown on him by the double-teaming effort of Lockie Hunter and Melksham. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Because Lockie Hunter's not tall. No. But he's smart. They worked together to draw Sicily away from the contest and let Melksham do all the work. Behind yes. him. Yes. Incredible coaching. Very, very incredible coaching. And also the Finn McGuinness tag on yes. Clayton well, Oliver. Worked very well. And yep. how unfazed he was uh, by being roughed up by Clary at quarter time. Yeah. Didn't phase him. He's Did just, you see you just look, comments? 
I've got, I've got your yeah, hand. Yeah, he wasn't mate. happy. He wasn't no. happy. So funny. Yeah. yeah oh, did, didn't he come out and say, like, oh, he obviously doesn't want to get the ball. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a, a tagger. tagger. He's a tagger, Simon. <laughs> They've been around Yeah, you literally played in the AFL, Simon. You should know this. You should know this. Good Lord. But, yeah, it's, I again, good signs for Hawks. Another loss where they, Very good where they take it to a premiership contender. Uh, you know, they of, they the have the a recognisable brand yes. of football. yes. That you know they're going to come out and play, and it is it is quite similar to Collingwood's brand, but it does have their yeah. own little flavour on it. Same they've got a bit of forgive my French, but they've got a bit of cunt about them, Hawthorne. They do. They, they, yeah. they, they've got a bit well, of mongrel. Mitchell. Yeah, it's it's the Mitchell brand. It's uh, they've got a lot of guys who who love the contest, love mm. the physicality of it. Like you look at Newcomb, he's a bull. Yeah, he's, 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 he's playing this game by the way. Yeah, as well. no, I mean for the future. Like yep. if Sam we were, Mitchell is by far the, one of the top five coaches in the league. This I year. think you're right. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I would absolutely I mean, agree the, with that. The way that he transitioned from player to coach was very clever. Yes, yeah. well, very, I, if, very clever. If we were to ask the same question that we did for uh, Gold Coast earlier on in this episode, what piece do you think Hawthorne need as a Sam trade Mitchell. target? Probably a key forward, you would think. Wouldn't well, they've got Mitch Lewis. And they've got Lewis. Is it Bruce? Yeah, Bruce yeah, is Bruce bit, is small. Well, he's a small um, forward. Yeah. He's a small forward. So maybe maybe a nice key forward would do them. They've well. got Lewis, so maybe a twin tower type to go with Mitch Lewis I like that. to have yep, that. I or like that. I reckon again, like they have Carl Amon on one wing, maybe a supplementary wing on another. Uh, yeah. Or I wasn't a, a running... fan of Carl Amon at Port, but I mean this year he's kind of impressed me. To be he's honest. he's coming to his own, but yeah. I I think. Uh, Another running half back type to help I like that. Yeah. CJ to help Jaff because Jaff yeah. can't do it all. Get a nice player that can run and carry. Well, he's know. also been injured a fair bit of this year, and yes. we haven't seen what he yes. can do out there under this new team. Then you know what Sam no, is doing. I do, I do love the Hawks, and yeah, again, they, I mean they lost this game, but I have enjoyed watching their yeah, games. Yeah, I, for I, most I, of I the find season. myself enjoying watching yeah. them a lot as well. Next game, uh, last it. game of the round. No, so Port getting up on the Dockers oh, by right. sixteen yes. points. My goodness, I'm now on the JHF train. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's amazing. Fucking good. He's very he's good. Very yeah. good. He's also in his second year. Yeah, mm. there's. You look at that midfield that they're going to have for the next, you know, bloody 10, 15 years. Butters, Rosie, Horn, Francis. You put Grundy in there. My giddy cousin, that Dersma. is a fucking good bit. Yeah, Dersma. <laughs> My God. You chuck Pal Pepper in there for a bounce or two. Yeah, very Ollie good. Wines is still kicking around. Finlayson's up forward. Yes, a Finlayson. Yeah, look, Port, they're primed. Uh, this. This is going to be an interesting final series. It's give me the hot be tip. A bloody interesting Jesus final Christ. series. I think we've uh, we've gone a little bit over time on these games, but it's fine. Yeah. The discussion's been good. Let's get into the votes. Yeah. Unless you've got something for this game, uh, you look like you wanted to have something. I yes, have some yes. fun facts here that I just, go I'd for just it. like to rattle them off, and I'll, I'll get some uh, music going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Please so do. Chime in if you oh, you've got, any, got anything to Brass, say Spanish about Lee, this. Yes. Um, first of all, Harry Shears was broken the all-time VFL AFL record for most disposals in the debut season. Yes, five ninety-three. Uh, he's on, I think, yes. if I remember correctly. Uh, yes. Fremantle's first win in Queensland was in two thousand and nine against Carlton. Oh, odd. Very uh, odd. Uh, what else do we have here? There are more accredited AFL journos in Melbourne than there are political journalists in the whole of Australia. <laughs> Just no one gives a fuck about the most politics. clearances in a single game was <laughs> That's by who? So good. Um, oh, uh, gun to my head. You won't get it. Dennis Armfield. Paul Salmon. Oh, damn, I was close. <laughs> 22 clearances <laughs> and a goal. Didn't get 22. a Brownlow. Didn't get a Brownlow vote. 
<laughs> Fremantle were the is so many. Fremantle were the fifth team to win a final at Optus Stadium. Oh, that's depressing. Very, very that's depressing, depressing stuff there. Ben McKay has only won ten percent of his career games. Yep. Uh, very sad. 10% more than Greg Clark. Two yeah. players have kicked a goal after the siren to win a game twice. And both of them did it playing for two different clubs. Can you name them? Frio was one of them. Incorrect. Oh, um, you have to have done it twice for two different teams. North. Incorrect. Was one of them um, Richmond? Incorrect. Oh. Barry Hall, St Kilda in Sydney, oh. and Gary Rowan, Sydney and Geelong. Oh, yes. I, I, if you gave me time, I might have guessed Gary Rowan, but not Baz. Geelong's lowest ever finish is the same as Gold Coast's highest ever finish. Can you name the position? Uh, tenth. Twelfth. Oh, twelfth. Oh, goodness Essendon me. Essendon are currently ahead of Geelong. That's just a fun fact there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michael Walters is the only player in AFL history to win the game after the siren by hitting the post. Oh, that's a good one. The yes. Bulldogs have never finished first on the ladder. Yes. Brisbane have more premierships than Collingwood in the last 60 years. Oh. Patrick Cripps has never played in a final. That is a damning one for Cripper. But Matthew he will Lloyd, now. despite winning five All-Australians, uh, several, uh, several Coleman's, Never won a best and fairest. He, he does win the best on fairest for being uh, the best person on footy classified each week. Those though. are the fun That's, facts for yeah. the week. That's great, Corey. Those are some great fun facts. So now we will go into the Barely Touched Him MVP voting top five players from the round. The final time, because this is a home and away season award. We're, second, not, we're not doing it for the finals. Final time. Sorry, this, that's what I mean. The second final time before going into the final round. Next week, Corey, I hope you've got your maths ready to, so we have the final leaderboard update uh, because next week the the top – let's read out the top ten next week. We'll yeah, read we out will. the top we ten. Will. We will. So I'll start. Um, it's an interesting top five I've got myself this week, boys. Um, really interesting. It's not a lot of midfielders. Uh, so for one vote, Jake Melksham for the reasons Love you described yeah. in the Hawthorne game tactically nullifying the aerial influence That's of, his only vote for the year, of James Sicily. He's he's had a good year. He yeah, has done I'm some good he's things. Finally featured on yeah, the he's voting. finally featured this, but he did, as well as nullifying Sicily uh, in a tactical sense, finish with 15 disposals, three goals, one assist and nine score involvement. So well done, Jakey Melksham. Two votes, Jeremy McGovern. Oh, the Gov. Outstanding defensive game uh, without Barras, without Hearn, without all of these defensive units he usually has back there, without the great Rhett Bazo either. McGovern, no Rhett. No Rhett. McGovern dominated the air. He was intercept marking. He was spoiling. And he, he did it hurt as well. He did it hurt. He could have been subbed out of the game, finished with 22 disposals, five intercept marks, four spoils, a couple of score involvements if you don't mind, uh, Big Jez as well. Three votes, Lockie Neal. With uh, just a classic Lockie Neal uh, midfield ball of a game win, 31 disposals. Yeah, he's been a bit off lately, yeah, I, I thought. This, so, he was back this yeah, week. Yeah, this, that's good. He was Coming back. into the finals. 31 disposals, 10 clearances. Like, you just oh. get, it's, fuck, he's a beast. You love that. He's a beast. Four votes, one Charles Kerno. Yeah, very good stuff. Five goals, two assists, and the match-winning mark. He just hurts you. Yeah. Whatever, whatever he's doing, wherever he is on the field, he just has such a sense for what the game needs. I wanted to put him this him. high on mine, but I just couldn't find the room. I just he's he's 
the best forward in the comp. Uh, yeah, not that. not just because he's leading the Coleman, but for the whole package of what he what he provides. And five votes. I can't believe this. Fucking Jesse Hogan. I can't. I can't. I can't believe he kicked nine. He kicked nine. You can't. I, I had to do it. I can't believe he's there, but he, I wrote uh, it down. He definitely had a celebratory dad after that one. Best game of his life. He's yeah. never going oh, to play better than that. He's, yeah, it was a halftime dart sort of a game. He had a couple of VBs as well. Yeah. Good on you, Jesse. That is a great top five. I fully it's endorse a, it's that. It's a weird yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, it's been a very bizarre week. Of very bizarre week. Did you ever think you'd be giving five votes that... Jesse Hogan. God, never God, in my life. Jesus never Christ, in my life. No. I never thought no. I'd give one vote to Jakey Milcham either, but here we are. Here we are. Well done to all to all those involved. Uh, what have you got, Joel? Let's go Alrighty, to my right. So special mention to Jamie Cripps and our third end year player yeah, that we had with yes, him. Yes, yes. Uh, one vote going to Nick Larkey. Oh, the silver. Yeah, yep. I wanted to give Larkey a, a bit. Six yeah. goals won against Richmond. Basically, you know, catch him in the game. Uh, two votes to Charlie Kerno. Mm-hmm. Three votes to Sammy Flanders. My boy! That's my, my son! My boy! That's my son! <laughs> uh, four votes to Jack Sinclair. 38 disposals course. against yeah, Richmond. Yeah, of course, yeah. for the sinks. Um, and five votes to Jesse Hogan. Yes! Oh, my, oh my <laughs> He's God. He's got the 10. He 180. <laughs> Not yet. We haven't got the perfect round yet. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna rapidly rearrange my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's gonna, he doing? I'm going to cross We've out... Got some, I'm going to cross gentlemen. out a guy. I'm going to cross out this guy. Put him back in. <laughs> All right. So here we go. And we're one, back. And we're one back. vote. Previously five votes. Oh. Relegated to you one got, vote. You switched them to one. Jamie Cripps. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. I think that's his first entry into the tally as yes, well. He has not be. on the board yet. Blind Urban yeah, Five goals. He was played his absolute fucking penis off. <laughs> um <laughs> Two votes, Charlie Kerno. Incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you said, he just had it everywhere. And saving that goal. Incredible, <laughs> Incredible. defensive mark. Uh, three, Melksham. Yes, Jakey. Yes. Bizarre. Yep. Feels weird saying it, but he's in there. He's there. Four votes. My boy. That's my son. That's my boy. Sammy Flanders. Yes. Masterclass. Oh. He's a gun. He's no longer supporting the midfield. He they is, are supporting they're him. They're supporting Sammy. And uh, five votes, which I have always had written down and always <laughs> believed. Jesse Bogan. 180. <laughs> now we need Monty's votes. Do we have them here? Because Monty's never fucked up our perfect oh, round before, Monty, has he? don't tell me. Because uh, he... He, he fucked up Jai Newcomb's perfect week, what was surely a perfect week, by giving it to Jason Horn francis with the five. What's he done this week, Joel? Well, what? He's fucked it. He's a Bangladeshi spy. I can't believe he's done um, this. His one vote has gone to Jesse Hogan. Oh, oh one. Oh, How just, have you gone one, Just Monty? the one. Just the one. He kicked nine. <laughs> oh, no. But don't worry, he's got a Port Adelaide player in here. Yeah, oh, of course. What's, yeah, good, keep good, going through it. Keep um, going through it. Two votes to Sammy Flanders. Yes, Flanders. Yeah, we love like it. that. We Flanders like working that. his way up the leaderboard. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, three votes to Tim Kelly. Oh, he, he was a had gun. A, he had a blinder. He yes. was a gun. Uh, four votes to one Zach Butters. Yep, oh, of yes. course, of course. That's going to be an important vote for Zach Butters. Yeah, very, very crucial. And five votes to Jack Sinclair. 
Oh, he's okay. gone to Yes, all right. So perhaps that. a bit of movement in our sort of top ten area. Yes. Off the top of my head, Charlie Kerno is yes. he working his way in towards top ten territory? Zach yeah. Butters is in the Sin- top three. Sinclair will be approaching the top ten. He'd I be think. working his way yep. in. Maybe I don't know about Neil, but maybe top twenty ish for Neil. Neil will be up. Uh, surprisingly, I think we'll find Tim Kelly will be higher up. You've been giving Tim Kelly a lot of votes. I have year. been giving Tim Kelly some. Yeah. Usually I am giving an Eagles player a vote in a shit game. Yes. Like yeah, I, I, as I, have I yeah I've been very supportive well, Corey of Corey almost gave him five votes. No, that's you with Frio. <laughs> you give shit but you give Frio players you always vote Luke Jackson do, or Sean yeah. Darcy. I'm you, sorry you do. that Luke Jackson is the best player in the league. That is not my fault. <laughs> All right. Moving on, we are going into the flagship segment of the Barely Touch Him podcast. It is, of course, Adopt Your Boy. Adopt Your Boy. I'm going to change that up every week. Now, we'll start with my beautiful adopted boy, Patrick Parnell, yet again. Playing in the Crows reserves this week. Didn't get the call up. And I tell you what, they could have used him in that last five minutes of footy with a bit of run and carry off of half back. Yep. But the reserves, Crom, have defeated Sturt 103 to 87. Sturt, famous hometown of uh, Julia Gillard. I believe that's her electorate. Ah, uh, interesting. I think. Don't quote me on that. Uh, <laughs> you always find a way to fit politics. I in, do. I do. Uh, but Paddy had a quite a standard Paddy Parnell game. Not as much as his 29 disposals last week. Finished on 22 disposals. Four rebound 50s included in those disposals as well. Got himself a tackle, a few marks, and uh, it was in the top four disposal getters of uh, the Crows. He's usually at, at the very least fourth each week. So at the moment, it's not looking like he's going to get in their final AFL game of the year. I, 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 the teams haven't been released yet, but I don't think uh, they would pick him over others if they were going to bring them up from the twos. So now Paddy's season goes to the Sandful finals because the Crows, I don't know where they are on the ladder, but I'm going to guess they are, that they, they're they pushing top four. Well, I can tell you. Yeah, can you pull it, pull that up, Joel? Pull that up. Where Yeah, we'll get the state leagues on. Uh, so they are top of the ladder? Yeah, they're top of the ladder, so they will get a home final. Or second top, sorry. So yes. second on the ladder, they'll get a home final. Who's top of the Who's top of the Sandful uh, ladder? Glenelg. Glenelg, yeah. Glenelg have been playing so well. So you've got Glenelg, the Adelaide Sandful. Yep. Sturt, Port Adelaide, and Central Districts. Yeah, cool, cool. So that's that's the it's the top five system for them, is it? Is yep. it? Yeah, same as Waffle. Yep, cool. So we will be following the uh, Sandful final series of uh, one Patrick Parnell with keen interest. Now they, if I'm not mistaken, they play uh, during. Uh, the, uh, this includes the Waffle and the VFL as well. They play in the bye week of the AFL finals. Yes, they do. I think so. so we yes. can we can properly invest in we all can, of that. We can do like a game review. I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah, if there's no footy on, I'll watch the Sandful finals for yeah. sure. I, I might I might exclusively do the waffle and we, we can chat mm. about that. I'll chat about the waffle finals. Yes, well, in I, that we week. can also chat about something else waffle that happened this weekend a bit later on, maybe after Adopt Your Boy. Interesting. There's something that You've happened. piqued my interest. Yeah, well, yeah, well I'll let you know. Uh, Joel. How did your boy go this week? My boy probably had his game of the year. Joey Richards, how now, did he go? We? So the Pies defeated Southport by about nine goals. Fuck yes. Now, he didn't kick a goal, but he did have 19 touches and six Hello, marks. Joe. Oh, bad. that's that's got to be a season mm-hmm. high. That is a season high. So, look, 19 touches is great. Six marks for a little fella. 
He's not much bigger than me. I yes. Mean, you know how big I am. Yes, that's a very good effort from Joe. And they don't tally score involvements or anything in the VFL. No, either. no, it's hard So to we get can only assume he had 10. I'm going to say can only, yeah, he yeah. had, yeah, basically he was involved in every everything. Everything. All over it. All over it. Now, Sammy Flanders. I mean, oh. we've, we've already, what do you say? I mean, he's, he's picked up votes. In, in the last six, what do you say? In oh. the last six <laughs> rounds, no player in the AFL has had more disposals than Sammy Flanders. I can't believe it. He's a gun. Yep. He is commanding that midfield. And I've been in touch with Sam. And to say he's stoked is an understatement. Yes. He's, he said he knew that he could always do this. Yes. He knew he had it. Well, we he knew absolutely he had it. You knew. knew he had it. You he absolutely it. knew that he had it. All he needed was this opportunity to shine, and shining he is. He is a like sh- a giant dwarf sun. Oh yes, in he the is sky. A, he is a He's bit. He's no longer a dwarf. Dwarf son. looking, isn't he? Not in a not in a derogatory way. Mate. Not in like a disabled no, midget kind of way. If, in a fantasy Gimli kind was, of way. If there was any misconception as to whether my boy has yet become a man, let me put that to bed because he has got a beard and. Some balls. This oh, man, yeah, there's this hair man, on the balls. This there is, man yes. is fully grown. Yes. And I couldn't be prouder. Oh, we're so proud. We're so proud. So now Corey's got to start. I assume you've already started thinking about who next season's oh, boy is I've going to looking. be. Don't, Don't worry about tell that. us. Don't tell I us. Would we not. will have the reveal uh, on episode one of next year. Got a lot of messages this week, by the way, uh, yes. about boys. Yeah. You want to? Um, you got any? You got any? Uh, uh, just, just, I'll, I'll just do one off the yeah. top of my head. A uh, good friend of the show. Uh, uh, Scott, he wants to take Marek. Um, oh, yeah. yes, boy. Yeah, yes, very, absolute, very good boy. Absolute boy, yes. Very good boy. Yeah, we, we, I, I quite like Marek. Almost borderline because he was first se- first pick of the mid-season draft, nah, but it's mid-season it's draft. Mid-season. It's mid-season, so eligible, I think. And he I plays think. for the Eagles. So. And he has funny hair. So that is also big tick in the boy department. Hey, yeah, while we're on the subject of boys, I'll just do another quick shout-out. Um, good friend of the show, Fred's. Yes. He's had his inaugural year coaching. Oh. Um, the under-14s Yanchep Redhawks. Oh, great team name. Have made the finals. Well done, Yanchep Redhawks. Thir- Shout out. 13 wins. His, uh, his son uh, Gus, little Gus plays, and yes. he's, he's coached them to the finals. So well done, Fred. That is amazing. Well done. Well done. Uh, now, if we, this is also a shameless uh, bit of uh, self-congratulatory we've got here. We were talking about the waffle. I commentated my first waffle league game yeah, on the weekend. Fantastic! Uh, I was very excited to hear about and this. And it it relates into uh, AFL talk because draft prospect Dan Curtin was playing in this game. Uh, so he's pegged to go in the top five. Um, oh, I think Eagles will take him with their first pick. Eagles are looking to take him with pictures. So I saw him in the flesh. He was playing as a key defender, sort of uh, intercept marker, playing off his man a bit. Very impressive. Yeah. He didn't. What are your thoughts? Didn't tear the stat sheet down, but he reads the play well. He's very big. He's very really? big for a 17, 18-year-old. So he also played through the midfield in his under-18s carnival, which he did doing 25 to 30 touches a game. Like, he played incredible. Yeah, uh, Claremont got the win and Dan Curtin was playing for Claremont. Um, yeah, he was very, very impressive. He did not look off the pace or the size at Love all. It. So he's ready for senior football. He's Love absolutely it. primed. And also, former Frio player who, while he was playing, 
we didn't have Adopt Your Boy yet because we weren't doing the pod yet, but this was my boy for like a year. Toby Watson for Swan Districts. Oh, that's ah. a boy. He's a ginger. He's got a funny head. He's from Donnybrook. He's, He's a too. boy. He's a boy. Swanies, Swanies are my waffle team. Yeah. Oh, their fans were their, rabid uh, their as well. Their home ground is walking Ugh. distance from where we are they recording. They were legit like ravenous. Yeah, they are quite <laughs> ravenous. They were yeah. so ravenous. So, yeah, uh, that was a thank you if to you, everyone who sent nice messages If you ever find yourself it. at, uh, I think it's called Blundstone Arena now, but yep. it's Bassendine Oval. Yeah. If you ever find yourself there, there's a uh, bar on on the far side of the ground. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Like, oh, look, I, might, I, I, I may be calling a game there next year. Who knows? But, yes, let's move on to the next flagship segment of the Belly Touching Podcast. It is, of course, Is Joel Okay? Where we talk about St Kilda. Joel, where's your headspace at? Well, I might have booked some flights for the grand final. Oh, He's Lord. booked the flight, now, ladies now, and gentlemen. Now, now before, the, <laughs> before you all rip me apart and, um, you know, this goes out of hand, <laughs> what I've Christ. done is I'm flying over to a music festival in December anyway. So I thought, look, if I book the flights now, they're a hell of a lot cheaper than if by some miracle we made the grand final and that week I'm trying to book flights. Yeah. So worst case, I'm using the credit for... My music festival. Uh, do, I, do you want to say how much they were on the on on the pod? Do you want to you want to say how much you got them for? No, so they're about right. twelve hundred at the moment. Twelve hundred return but, is a fair bit. But if you try and book them the week out, oh, it's going to. I have no doubt it's going to get more well expensive. Yeah, for grand. sure, for so, sure. And hey, look, I've got good things coming up as well, so it's all good. Yep. Um, all right. Well, look, I I admire the the savvy businessman that you are. So can I just get an apology from you guys? Yeah, as well? and I will do that. Yeah, it's now it's the right segment for it, Joel. I am sorry. The Saints have had a a, a very successful season. We've been in the top eight all yep. year. I I was waiting for the wheels to fall off. We were having some laughs about it, but no, fair play. Ross has rejuvenated the side. Uh, I enjoyed watching them beat Geelong thoroughly. It was very good. I, st- I still think they're shit. <laughs> they're going to get wiped. You had the opportunity to take the high road. They're going to get wiped. See, I'm I the really angel on the shoulder. So, so who, who is it looking like they're most likely to play? I mean, it's hard to say. GW or... Sydney or GWS. Sydney or GWS. Yeah, both of them, I'd will, rather, both of them will fuck them up. You'd rather play... Sydney, I reckon. Well, we GWS look fucking hot right it's, now. It's definitely 50-50 whether we play at home or away as well. Like yeah, it really oh, there's depends a bit of shuffling. There's a bit of shuffling. What's the ideal scenario? Who we do play you want? at home. Yeah, but who do you want at home, Sydney or GWS? Sydney. Yeah. I think that's a yeah, winnable. You'd much rather play I Sydney. I think Sydney at Marvel is like. GWS are too wild. It's, yeah. uh, Sydney are a bit patchy, I think. St Kilda can win that game, I must say. I know I've been saying the wheels are going to fall off, you're going to get knocked out, you're going to finish ninth, you're going to be all this shit because it's fun. This, this segment but worked out well for me. It did. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> the finals aren't over yet, buddy. <laughs> no, they haven't even started. It's going to be. They hey, this is all. the real season now. It's the real season yeah. now. But look at this. We've made a podcast this year and not only are Collingwood going to finish top two, but the Saints have made the finals. Porter in the top four. Yeah, it's fucking wild when it's you look one. back on what we thought it's this season was going to be. And no yeah. one gave Saints a chance. No, I certainly didn't. I no, still don't. A lot of people didn't give Collingwood a chance to make no. the eight again either. A no. lot of people wrote us. Not top two anyway. Definitely not. Definitely not. Well, it's funny how funny how life works out, isn't it? Now, should we transition into um, one of the biggest stories of the week? Yes. The Four Corners ABC report. Yes. Um, okay, so I haven't watched the Four Corners yet. Yeah. I read the article that Louise, yep. what's her name, posted. So the article pretty much... 
um, outlines everything. Now, if yep. if you're not familiar, dear listener, with uh, what I'm talking about, uh, Four Corners is a great um, linchpin of investigative journalism in this country and they've done a report about uh, openly gay players in the AFL yes. and why there isn't any. Uh, every professional sports league in the world uh, has openly gay players. They have done for quite some time. And why don't we have them here? Yes. And it was a, a great, great story. Yeah. Great the article story. the article was really eye opening. And it there, was. There was some there there was some stuff in here that I, I had just had no idea about. Now mm. firstly, Eddie Maguire. Like, say what you will about him, and people have uh, opinions of Eddie and the, the way he's going about his yes. stuff. But I mean People lord Princess Diana in the 90s for going to the uh, AIDS uh, hospital and hugging the people. Yeah. Like hugging the people that are uh, HIV positive because it was in the AIDS panic. Uh, a lot of people don't remember or know this, but in the late 80s and the early 90s, the AIDS panic spread across the world. Yeah. And they were treated like lepers. Yes. So yes. Prin- Princess Diana hugged these people on camera and it broke down all, all of these stigmas, right? Eddie Maguire in 1996 had a HIV-positive amateur football player on the footy show. Wow. Because he was banned from playing football. And he, Eddie Maguire said, yeah, 100%, get, get on here. This is a huge story. And I had no idea. He has been, Eddie Maguire has been a massive, massive ally to the uh, gay community forever. Yeah, Collingwood. he occasionally, like, you find this stuff out about Eddie where he has just got the correct opinion yeah. and he has for, like, 20 so years. So in, in the 90s, there's a, a gay uh, radio presenter. He's in the story. I, I forget his name. Yeah. But he's uh, he was an avid uh, football fan and Collingwood supporter. And he contacted Eddie Maguire and said, hey, I, I'm this gay radio guy. I, we want to start, like, a, uh, a fan fan group for for gay people. Like yeah, the, nice. And Eddie Maguire was like, 100%. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That yeah. sounds mad. Now, I'm not and now every me. single team in the AFL has one of those. Yeah, that's awesome. And he was, he was the first one. Now, other things, from, other things from this article, Bob Murphy, huge, mm. huge. He's a real tearjerker Legend in this. Legend of a bloke, um, yes. I, I encourage anybody that's listening to... It's very easy to find. Just look it up on YouTube, Four Corners AFL. It'll be, it'll be the first thing yep. that you find. It's mystifying to me that there's, yep. that there's, there's not uh, – it's not an openly it, accepted thing. It's, I will say my experience with it on a local level, homophobia in football has been a constant. Yes. Uh, it's, and they, they do go into this in the, in, the, uh, in the piece that it has to start at the low level. It does. Because it does. at the highest level, it's accepted. Almost every team – has accepted and knows that they have gay players. And they're just well, not coming out. The they know who they are. The AFL knows who they are, but they don't want to come out because yeah. they don't want to be the first well, on one. On odds, there has to be. You look at one in ten, oh, yeah. they say, yeah. and how many yeah. players are in the AFL. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. There was, from, from personal uh, experiences and stories, it's now lessened because I think of societal awareness around it, but on a local amateur footy game for... A lot of my time when I first oh, got you into get a faggot, a exactly. Homo. Yes, yes. We just dropped the f bomb, but yes, you would hear like "gay cunt" on the field yeah. all the time, 100%. and that would be a derogatory thing to call someone who was being soft in a contest. Yeah. So, if a gay guy, and like that was one a, of the first things I'm hearing playing Colts, like, at, at, yeah. like, and I had, I, I knew if you're a gay guy off the ball 
and you hear that. Yeah, what are you going to – yeah, that's, that's awful. Gonna, that's that's going to keep you in. That's, that's going to keep gonna you in the closet. That's just going to wreck your psyche so yeah, badly. 100%, 100%. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I'm glad that they've done an expose on it and they've investigated yeah. it to this and I will be watching So in, in the story. In the year 2000, the Australian Sports Commission um, brought out a set of regulations um, to basically outlaw – the, that exact language that you're yeah. talking about. That, so they fucking should have, that, yeah. That exact behaviour. Uh, and to this day, not a single club in the AFL has adhered to those regulations. Yeah, it's uh, a long way to go and that's why investigative journalism is important. Yep. So let's go we'll round out with some uh, other sporting slash other news. What have we got, boys? Uh, Sean O'Malley. This I had huge. that top of the this list as well. Huge. Yeah, this so is he's the second wait, contender wait. series. Oh. It's time! Thank you, Bruce Buffer. Uh, Crazy fight, Thank you man. so much for coming Crazy on the podcast, fight. Bruce. Crazy I can't fight. believe we got you. Um, <laughs> you can leave now. Winning the bantamweight title. Now he came from the contender series as well. Yep. And he's always been, he's had that charisma and personality mm. where you knew if he got to the stage where he would win a title, yes. this is huge for the UFC. Now, th- there's a little bit of a debate here because Dana has, now I love Sean O'Malley, uh, Sean yes, O'Malley. I'm too. a huge fan, but his uh, pathway, let's say, has been paved it's a little bit. It's picked, oh, yes. 100%. Because he is a huge social media personality. Yes. He's a 100% out-and-out striker. Yes. He's openly admits, hair. He openly admits he hates fighting wrestlers. Yep. And he has to have... He, he has fought very little of them. Yes, but... I'll tell you who can wrestle. Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling. Yeah. And, and he, he got fucked up. <laughs> After a tough first round where it was where it was actually very tight, I'd probably give it yeah. 10-9 Sterling, yeah. who was he was getting his hands on him. He was getting a touch and a feel. I was looking going, geez, Sean's going to have a tough time with his distance control here. He, yeah, the, he the knockout out. punch, it was Conor McGregor, like this, the will, timing, the timing you of will the nev- way he you slipped him. You will never yeah. see a more perfectly timed hit than that. Yeah, that that is incredible. And the it's best a, bit was Sterling knew he was going to get hit. Like he he, was in he that saw room. it. Yeah. Yeah. His, his eyes bunched up. Yeah, he saw yeah. it coming. Nothing you can do because his no. forward momentum was carrying him there and it's it's one of those things and again to quote the great uh, Conor McGregor Preci- precision beats power timing beats speed <laughs> and you don't have to fucking swing for the fences all you've got to do it's like the Aldo punch where Aldo's coming straight at Conor yeah. and his own momentum carries him into the exactly, punch yeah. you look at it in slow-mo and he's just fucking placed this so perfectly it's, incredible yeah. work by Sugar Sean um, very well deserved honestly. and uh, and this is a case of yes Dana picks his favourite fighters and they get an easy run to a title but shot he still had but to they beat still him have to win they still have to win and this is a case of it working this is a good business move for Dana to be doing this because the bantamweight division needed a little kick up the ass and now they have a champion who is already famous a lot of the divisions need a kick in the ass if I'm honest light heavyweights needed another John Jones for fucking 15 years so that was UFC 292 I believe so UFC 300 (gasps) is coming up have they got the card yet? no they don't but but the wild speculation has begun bring it on give me give me the names well we love speculation uh, I I mean John Jones would have to be on there you'd be fucking you'd hope so yeah and you'd, you'd put Sugar Sean on there, yeah. 100%. So, who is the heavyweight contender for John Jones? Oh, Jesus, they're all very poor. He's already, I think he's going to do uh, steep pay next, isn't he? 
Yeah, but he's yeah that was the talk. Yeah. But he's gonna obliterate. Yeah, he's gonna Stipe. kill him. But there is no one else. He's, There's Stipe, no one Stipe's else. wearing glasses in public now. Yeah, you can't be a serious UFC fighter well, wearing the fight, spectacles. The fight that Stipe had against Ngannou, he looked like a light heavyweight in there. He looked yeah. very uh, like small, and you put that in against heavyweight Jones, now, like, you will die. While you we're on die. UFC, in that undercard, uh, one of my favourite fighters is uh, Zhang Wei Li. Oh, the, I love Zhang, yes. Uh, put up a pretty impressive uh, record of the highest differential between significant strikes. Yeah. She oh, get touched. beat the absolute <laughs> living piss out of this poor Brazilian woman. It was like 290 significant strikes, most of them to the head. And to the Brazilian 20. the Brazilian lady, I thought it was like 14. No, she, it was about oh, 20, yeah. She got UFC, that doll. UFC, UFC record. No yeah. one has a higher differential. Incredible. She, the entire fight beating I love Zhang Wei Li. She's so <laughs> fucking Do you good. remember that fight with um, Sean O'Malley? It would have been against that kid and he just beat up on him like the entire fight. Yeah. It was that again. Yeah. yeah well, I, I was in the live thread for that, the Zhang Wei Li fight and everyone was like, why are they not throwing in the yeah. towel? That happened this with a, I think that happened in a Shevchenko killed. fight as well. Like I think Shevchenko, similar story, like it went to decision, but she just <laughs> fucked up. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, wh- who's got some other sporting news to do? The, world, the Women's World Cup has ended. It has. Spain. España have, they have They have done it. And they look, watching, watching that final, the difference in class was actually quite stark, I thought. Yep. Like Spain was – they could have won 3-4-0. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the English team – um, the biggest thing with them, you could see it quite clearly in their game that the Matildas unfortunately lost, is that they were very physical and a yes. lot bigger, but yes. not necessarily more skillful. The Matildas yeah. were the much more skillful team in that game, but they were just yes. locked out. I would say that was like Spain are a bit of a better version of the Matildas in yep. that sense because their skill, their passing on the ball, their runs were amazing to watch. Like England can pass the ball. They work. They like to work the triangle a lot. They like to move it up the field in those little flick, flick, flick. Spain's were, we're talking like back heels, little Rabona yeah, steps, little spins. Like the, just, the hold the left trigger and rotate oh, the stick. Oh, just rotate the stick around. They were, do it, they were doing it all. It was, it was great to watch. Now, while we're on soccer... Lionel Messi yes. has uh, Brian Myers? won yes. the League Cup Championship. Yes. Now, I'm not a thousand percent sure what that actually okay, is. Okay, it's not their MLS like you finish top of yeah. the ladder. Because so apparently in, Inter Miami is on the bottom yes. of the ladder. So in, in soccer, uh, you will have the actual league trophy, which is the you finish top of the ladder at the end of the season. You yes. win it. That's what the Premier League is. That's what they all do. Yep. Um, then you have a league cup, which is tournament format. So okay. you, yep. all of the teams play each other in what the format of the tournament is. It's usually a knockout. Like the FA Cup is a so, knockout tournament. So if this was to go to the AFL, the Collingwood would win a trophy and then everyone's in the finals. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not finals. It's not. It's a completely different competition. Yeah, but it's but completely it's different. A, it's, it's, a, all t- it's a finals yeah. tournament. Yes, it is. Uh, okay. it's a, but the games happen throughout the season staggered. So what? you can have That's a, insane. You've got a league game, uh, you know, on the Monday and then you would have an FA Cup game on the on the Wednesday. That is insane. It's, I, it, it's really good. And also <laughs> that's – and you can be in three competitions at once if you're in the UEFA Champions yeah, League. Right, right. So you can have – like teams like Man City will have a yeah. Premier League game, a FA Cup game and a Champions League game sometimes within nine yeah. days of each other. So oh that's – 
that's the level of games that happen in soccer. Yeah. So which you have to decide which ones you want to win more. Yeah, you you, you rotate your squad out. You rotate your squad oh, out. Jesus yeah, Christ. it's fucking it's 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 amazing to watch. And the Premier League has also started as well. You were going to do another soccer stat there, Joel. Well, just a quick one. So our own Mackenzie Arnold, our goalie had the most clean sheets at this year's World Cup. Nice. She was quite good. Yeah, yeah. she was very good. She, was, Which, she know, was very, very nice good. Nice little bit for the And I, I heard um, after it was all said and done that away from the game she wears hearing aids. So oh, that's, a great, that's a great That's um, a uh, role model for the, for the deaf community. Yeah, hell well. yeah. yeah. We love our deaf fam. Yes, get around them. Now, I've got a great story here, guys. The Kansas City Chiefs in the NFL. Yes. Now, they won the Super Bowl with uh, Patrick uh, Mahomes. Mahomes. Yes. yes. They they have a super fan, an unofficial okay. mascot. Um, oh. now he goes by the name Chief Saholic, oh, which, yes. which I think is quite a weak name. Could be better. Could be better. They they all the fans know and love him. Uh, he wears a big grey wolf suit. Oh, is he a furry? He's a furry. Well, no, I, no, I, I don't know if he's an actual furry, but he he's certainly does the. Fur, okay, so is it like a mascot wolf suit, or is it like an anthropomorphic fur suit? More halfway suit? between. Oh, like it's quite gray area. Real gray area. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know, we know that most of the world is going through a, a cost of living crisis. Yes. Okay. So, the chiefs. Mascot here has uh, resorted to a life of crime, and he, he's been—he's <laughs> been found out. He's unfortunately been found out, and he's been arrested on three counts of armed robbery. Fucking hell! He's robbed eight banks and made away with ba- eight. So not just like holding up not, a Seven Eleven. Oh no! Eight banks. Eight banks. Bank. He's made away with eight hundred thousand. Well, he hasn't because he's been caught, dude. He's a good criminal. Like, he's, oh, he's well, very no, good he's criminal. Not, he got caught. He's well, very no, good but criminal. you got to getting eight hundred k from oh, but banks. Oh, yeah. But Joe. Did he get caught? He, oh. got, he, he got caught and in the remand period he was somehow placed on house arrest um, and th- this is going back to when uh, the Chiefs were in the in the playoffs. Yep. He won $100,000 on a bet that Patrick Mahomes would be the MVP of the uh, Super Bowl, which yep. he was. So while he had the ankle brace, he won the 100000 He'd been caught for all these crimes. He cut it off and disappeared. <laughs> He, he fuck? fucking well, he's been. a wolf. So, Dude, he now, was running. This is incredibly caught, based. They've caught, it's so based. He's they've, so they've, based. They've caught him. They've caught him again. Um, <laughs> he was on the run for three months before being captured. Now, he's guilty of sin. There's absolutely Dude, three votes there, performance there is here. Absolutely three, no doubt this is about the guy. this man's guilt. He did rob the banks. He did cut off the ankle bracelet. He did go on the run. Now, the reason why I brought this up is because this tickled me. He, this is his defense uh, attorney. Go and on. I, and I'm going to read this quote. I because, love defense attorneys. Yes. It is astonishing. The government's announcement today of its 19-count indictment provides an unfair and unjust portrayal of Xavier. His name's Xavier. Xavier, yep. Uh, Babadur's uh, defence attorney, Matthew T. Merriman, said in a statement, The truth is that since 2018, Xavier Babadur, a.k.a. Chief Saholic, yep. has entertained, inspired, unified and motivated Kansas citizens. The Chiefs' kingdom and hundreds of millions of football fans around the globe. It's now the fourth quarter of the most important game of Xavier's life. (laughs) And his legal team believes his innocence will ultimately be proven to the public. And we are confident that once all of the facts are known, 
he will be redeemed in the eyes that of supporters, admirers, and the Chiefs Kingdom. Your he's Honor, guilty it's, as sin. It's the vibe, Your so, Honor. It's the vibe. So what he's going for here is he's hoping that that jury is all Chiefs fans. You've got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he's getting tried in the state of Kansas City, if we have any of that jury who somehow listened to the podcast, not guilty. You've got to vote him not guilty. He's, that, now, that lawyer is striking anyone that isn't Free the my man. Fan. Free my man, Xavier. You've got to do As it. As a crime fan and sometimes crime committer, <laughs> I've been saying... I've been saying for years that bank robbery shouldn't be a crime. Fuck no. It's, oh, you should, absolutely. It is the scourge of the modern way of life yes. that robbing a bank, they, I mean, they don't even have any cash anymore. That's right. You can't just do a good-natured, old-fashioned bank robbing because you well, go in there and they look at you we straight face. Anything, we, yeah. we, we just cash. have computers. Yeah, I can, it's fine. I can B-pay it to you. Yeah, man. I, I now want to see <laughs> like a, a remake of the... Clive Owen, Denzel Washington movie, Inside Man, but with this guy <laughs> as a fursuit wolf and he's like can cut, can, like doing this elaborate plot to rob this bank and he fools Denzel Washington <laughs> and he gets out in the back of a truck and uh, it's, 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 it does a time jump thing. Yeah, this, got, this got me thinking. AFL is a sport that doesn't really have big super fans. I mean, we've got Joffa well, that we don't like we to don't talk like about. We don't like to talk about Joffa because we, he had trouble with the law. Yes. We do have a yes. big one that you guys aren't thinking of. Monty. No. Oh. Strawny. Oh, Strawny's oh, no. God. No. God. Strawny was a TV character. It was cringe. He was, yeah. no, he's he's still, still I mean, a super in, fan. in Perth we do have Chumbies. Chumbies is a, yeah. a very much beloved character. Um, he got up to a little bit of mischief and was banned from... Uh, the Perth Stadium. Right what, which one's Chumbies? He's is the Perth Scorchers super the fan. The big orange oh, guy. Yeah. I don't know who this guy oh, is. If you saw a picture, you would know. Okay, yeah, he's, yeah. Does right. he also okay. do the NBA or the NBL? No, he, he does the Australian cricket team. He's actually friends with the Australian cricket team because he goes to India. He, yeah, he travels the okay. world with them. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. he got into a bit of bit of mischief. But mm. bring back the super fan. Mm. We need some. We need some characters. Yeah, I would love someone to be like a Gold Coast Suns super fan because the stadium's <laughs> always so empty. Yeah. If you just get I'd one love bloke to have a fan. I'm 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 picturing just some like morbidly obese, raging alcoholic guy who paints himself as a son. Love it. Like he goes like it just this Big Sun on the belly. John Goodman sized fucking Big man. Big Sun on the belly. Big you'd Sun think, on the yeah. belly, like yellow paint everywhere. He's got sun rays coming <laughs> off of really him. You can regularly find wet and wild. And just because there's no because there's so many empty seats, he can just charge around the stadium like moving about, just sink and piss. <laughs> if you are a Larger man, and you are in the Gold Coast area. I'm saying there's a market. You had, you could get social media opportunities by being the fat sun man. You should do <laughs> it. You've got no competition. Uh, my people talk to your people. We get some, we get some content going. I It'll love be it. good. Any other other sporting news, guys, uh, to round it out? Because we a, are, we are, we've we've done it nearly an hour and a half. We're doing well here. Uh, just a quick one. So a Netflix doco, the Untold Stories. There was one on Johnny Football. Now, this is, again, his NFL. I'm sorry. Johnny Football. Yeah. Not a real name, obviously. Well, no, but that's what they dubbed <laughs> yeah. him. So this is a guy that in college level, his first year, he's gone and become the first player in at his junior, like, first year of college to win the MVP award. The Heisman Trophy. That's the yes. one, yeah. Yes. The OJ Award. Yes. Yes. So basically he's gone on, won that, had a blind, and then when he gets drafted, he's just... A rat bad. He's 
like a bit fucked up and basically ruins all his career and money and blows it all and ends up in nobody. Taylor's oldest time, yes. Um, but not a bad little doco if you just want. Yeah, okay, all right. I'll give it. I'll give it a look. I do like sports uh, docos. Another good one is. Um, Oh, I think it's called Bad Sports. It's a documentary series on Netflix about sporting scandals. One of them is about a point-shaving gambling scandal in uh, college basketball where yeah, these guys okay. uh, like just get embroiled into Vegas and like fixing games that they're playing oh, in. The, the umpires? No, oh, no, the, no players, the players. The players. So they were point-shaving. Very good stuff to watch. Yeah. Very well, interesting. Well, there was a big scandal with the NBA refs that were fixing yes. games. Yeah, yeah, they um, absolutely were. stories to a few of the good, like, really yeah. good ones. Yes. Fucking wild stuff. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything. I mean, uh, I'll squeeze in one last <clears> bit of, uh, because Joel loves it, political news. Trump didn't show up to the Republican debates oh, because he's yeah. handling the indictments. Hey, people give a fuck, Joel. People give a fuck. People would have given more of a fuck <laughs> about these Republican debates if Trump did show up. And you yeah. can tell whoever, whatever network they were on were just going, damn it, we needed we needed the juice. We've just lost millions just, all of I, viewers. All I want is the mugshot. That's oh, all I want. It's a please for, for the love of God! It needs you to know, be funny. Every it every, needs to be a funny every Stoner Cave across the world has got the um, got the mugshots of Frank Sinatra, yes. and Jimi Hendrix. Yes, the, you need the, the Trump mugshot. It's you do. Some rapper the, the week after is going to release an album with the Trump mugshot. Oh, you've got to do album. it. You've got to do it. Kendrick is overdue. He needs to. He needs to do that. Anyway, let's call it there on the main episode. Okay, uh, so thank you very today, much for listening. Today is a fade out. We uh, we'll just play the siren. But today is a fade out. We're going to have a song by a local band called Sweat. Now they're, Sweat. They're an all-girl punk band. Fantastic live. Love um, it. Hopefully some of you listeners have heard of them or seen them. This is a great song called Sport.
That was Sport by Sweat. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.